Welcome to The Pulse, where we delve deep into the issues and ideas that are shaping the future of education. I'm your host, Rick Cerncy, Superintendent of the Putnam County School District, and each week we'll be talking to teachers, administrators, and other experts in the field about the latest trends, best practices, and most pressing concerns in education. Whether you're a teacher, a parent, or just someone who cares about education, this podcast is for you. So sit back, relax, and let's dive into the pulse. Have Tim Adams with us today, the principal of Crescent City Junior Senior High School. Welcome, Tim. Good morning. Glad to be here. Thank you. Glad to have you. And appreciate you coming in and chatting with me today. And we just want to talk about some things that are happening at your school and, you know, things that um, you want people to know about you and the school and, you know, kind of what your thoughts are about next year. Tell me, you know, this is your second year, I believe, at Crescent City Junior Senior High School as a principal. So tell me how the past two years have gone. I'll tell you what, um, this past two years have been a whirlwind, to be completely honest with you. Crescent City Junior Senior High School is the dream job that any principal would want to have. Last year was my first year, and uh, during that year, it was a transitional year, as you know, moving all of our middle school kids together, making a 7th through 12th grade junior senior high school again. So it was a whirlwind, um, bringing new people together. It was really quite an experience for me, knowing the teachers I was able to bring over from the middle school, knowing the teachers that were at the high school already. I've had really great connections for over 20 years with a lot of people, especially in Crescent City. It was coming home. It was knowing people that I've known for years, as people that I've known for several years at the middle school, and just bringing them together. For me, the trust factor was amazing for me because I knew everyone and I knew my kids, but it was a matter of trying to figure out how do you fit the old in with the new and recreate a junior, senior high school again. Well, speaking of junior, senior high school, and as you know, as many people outside may not realize that we have actually consolidated and actually have created a K6-712 configuration. So with that transition, and you alluded to that, what has been some learnings or some things you've seen pro and con of the uh, the 7 through 12 configuration? Okay. As I think about this, I don't necessarily see any cons. I see all opportunities that are ahead of us, Dr. Serency. Um, our sports programs have certainly grown due to the 7 through 12 model. Mm-hmm. Um, being that we were a junior, senior high school before, um, it was easy for us to um, to do a little reconfiguration based upon past experiences of the junior senior high school and I really relied upon my deans my teachers as well as Michelle Tucker who was a previous AP there Mm -hmm. on their expertise and making things and adjusting things to fit what our kids needed so our seventh and eighth graders are in two hallways my senior high students are in a separate building for the most part we have separate lunches there's a couple elective special areas in which there's a mixture of kids but in comparison to how we were prior as a junior senior high school and me being a coach out there and experiencing kids it's nowhere near what it was before so i think that's been a great experience for us as we move forward you know i'm bringing the kids together i want to talk about instructional practices every school seems to be a little bit different Mm -hmm. and how a leader sets expectations, procedures, routines, 
especially towards instruction. And so having the opportunity to come in, mix two schools together last year, and then as we've moved forward this year, focusing on the instructional practices that we have used for the last several years, but making it our instructional practices at the junior, senior high school level, I think is helping us rather than hurting us. And that's an exciting opportunity because you see the growth through PLCs, you see the growth through district PLCs, you see the growth with our um, district walks that we have with district mm -hmm. personnel. That's extremely important to us. And it kind of gauges where we're at and where we're going. And we talk about next steps and how we're going to achieve those next uh, set of goals that we put in place. You know, uh, you're one of few people, few principals that have been in the unique position where you've actually been the principal in Crescent City of the elementary school and then the former middle school and now you're at the junior senior high school. And I'm sure you've seen a lot of those students grow grow as young children up to where they are now. Tell me what that what that's like. And I've seen you interact with a lot of the kids, and I I think there's not many people that can say they've been they've seen kids grow from that period of time. So what is that? That experience to me has been none other any experience I've ever had. It's a it's an experience that you have gratitude. You build relationships with people, with families. Um, you get to know the kids like no other. You know what tragedies they've gone through. You know what special life experiences they've gone through. You get to know them. They get to know you. And there's a huge trust factor in that. Being a, Having the opportunity to work the elementary, middle, and high school, this last year, the 12th graders I had, they were my first group of elementary school students, if you will. And so knowing them and following them through the years and seeing them grow from where they were at in elementary school, there were a lot of ahas where, you know, you always think positive of kids and you think about what direction are they going to go after high school. But being able to live, breathe, and eat that now for me, I know what direction they're going. You know, many times as an elementary and middle school principal, you have them for a certain amount of time and you build those relationships. But then... You know, sometimes it gets lost because you miss out on so many things. But having that opportunity for me to being elementary, middle, and now junior, senior high school, a lot of experiences are not lost on me. I get to experience it with them. I get to experience the proms. I get to experience graduations. I get to experience birthdays, unfortunate deaths. I get to experience, you know, graduation and seeing the post-secondary route that kids take and the experiences that they're coming back with. I have kids now coming back and doing podcasts themselves about experience of, of college and preparing current high school seniors and sharing out those experiences and listening to them talking about what they felt like um, were great experience in preparation of high school as well as, you know, what we could do better to better prepare kids in the future. Having the relationship aspect of the community that's very, very important. They know you. They, you know, sometimes may or may not like you as a, as a leader because you have to set the bar high expectations and, you know, no one is, is below or, or above, you know, setting those expectations and following the routines and procedures and, and consequences and things like that. I think the trust factor is huge there. I think knowing the kids is the ultimate goal of any educator mm -hmm. and uh, getting to touch base with them even after the fact. You know, it's funny, we're talking about this. When I started teaching over 23 years ago at the intermediate school, which became the middle school, 
There were kids that I taught. There are kids that I had the opportunity to coach. And then as they've gotten older, they have kids that are coming through school and they still see me and they're like, hey, what's up, coach? You know, and there's hugs and That'll make shakes. you feel old, doesn't it? I don't know that it feels, makes you feel old, but it makes you feel like you have a sense of belonging and a reason why. That's great. Yeah. So that's important. Yeah. You know, Crescent City is a very unique community, and I mean that in a very positive way. They're just... All you got to do is go to a graduation and you can tell it, they have their own, you know, the way they really come together for those kind of events. And, you know, one other unique thing about Crescent City is it's very diverse. There's a number of different types of folks that live there. And just describe that. What is that uniqueness about Crescent City in your perception? I think uh, the uniqueness about Crescent City and the schools in Crescent City is that we, even though we're in Putnam County, you know, Putnam County, there's kind of three areas. You have the West End, the Central, and the South End, and every part is unique. And Crescent City is unique in itself in the fact that it is a small community. When you've grown up in a career in South Putnam, you get to know people. It's very close-knit. It's very diverse, very easygoing, and yet it's still, even multicultural-wise, we are like one big pot in a, of a family. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, as you mix up that pot, being so diverse, I think there's a lot to be said about that. Our kids get along with one another. There are very few disagreements, whether that's with uh, students or, you know, as adults. They really root hard for one another, whether it's academic rooting hard Sports-wise, CTE-wise, you know, today, Dr. Cerency, uh, when I head back, all my CTE welding kids are taking their welding certification test, and throughout this whole week, they've asked and made sure, hey, are you going to be there? No, that's great. And I think they thought that was important because I was so curious as my first year last year, I walked in and watched these kids, these young adults, earning a CTE certification in welding, and I'll tell you, even a, even in welding, there's a pressure there, like there's an academic pressure when it comes to performing on an algebra EOC. But what is so unique and interesting about the CTE industrial certification pressure is that you're under the pressure, under the gun for time, but you've also got to perform right there in front of your, your classmates, peers, colleagues, and, and when they do that functionality of testing the the bend don't break piece of 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 metal and it happens you've got guys high-fiving hugging and things like that so that was really unique to me i was high-fiving with them last year i couldn't believe it i was nervous for our kids and so i think them seeing that last year i just helped them to connect with me and me to connect with them about a passion a love that they have in school and so they're excited about this year testing today. So I'm excited about that too. That's that's some great stuff right there, and that's that's what we're all in the business for, right, Tim? Absolutely. Let me ask you this, and and you know this is going to come up, but I don't know if anybody told you we're going to build a new high school there. I tell you what, Doctor Cerency, that is <laughs> that is something that is uh, unique. That is something that's amazing for our community and for our school district to be the first one. I know there's going to be pressure to make sure that we do things right and do it well because really what we do will really help set the stage for what we do throughout our whole school district. I'm really pumped about that. I know as a district, 
you know, over the years, it seems as though we've taken some hits towards our facilities, you know, maybe a decline in enrollment here or there, some teachers leaving here or there. I really believe with the direction that we're going as a district, we are really on the on the cutting edge of of what it's all about. If we're able to build a facility that's unique, 21st century out there, you know, we, we are on the main highway, Highway 17, mm -hmm. right in front of our school. If we could build something that's just truly unique and maybe in some uh, in a term is maybe outlandish, I don't know, but it's got to catch an eye. And it's got to be something everybody's proud of. I really believe that enrollment will continue to increase instead of decrease, not just at our school, but in our district, because people will see what's coming up next and have something to look forward to. You know, so many times Crescent City, I've been in the South Putnam 18, 19 of my 23 years. And uh, so many times Crescent City community members kind of feel like, hey, you know, well, we're Crescent City, you know, we're not necessarily Palaka, but that's the uniqueness of the of the three pieces within our, our school district. You know, landmass-wise, our county's so huge. Mm -hmm. But being the first, having that opportunity, talking to community members and kids and, and faculty and staff and other adults about what's coming up, it's so refreshing, so exciting. I can't wait for it to get started. I can't wait for it to be completed. I can't wait to see everything through um, to fruition. Because, you know, Dr. Cerency, there was a lot of naysayers as, as we've gone through this track, if you will, track of life. But I'm a believer. I've been a believer since the beginning. And I know it's happening, you know, and uh, I keep talking about it. And so come August, when we see some trucks in there and we're doing some things with um, rerouting pipes and all that stuff and, and tearing down a, an old facility and starting to build a new one, all those naysayers that are out there right now thinking it won't happen, it won't happen, uh, they're going to end up being believers and they're going to be right back with us. So I'm real excited about that. Yeah, it's kind of cool. The last time the, the current Crescent City Junior High School was actually built in 1968. So however many, my math's right, that's like 55 years ago. Absolutely. And now we're building a new school that will last beyond all of us. Mm -hmm. So, and I'm always, uh, you know, someone who's thinking about the future and leaving a legacy and that type of thing. What do you want people to remember about Tim Adams? Don't get teary-eyed on me now. but No, no, no. What, seriously, as a leader and as a human being and, and just being a, such an influence on so many people in Crescent City over the years. After all said and done and this new school's built, what do you want people to, to remember about Tim Adams? It's a great question. It's just the fact that I cared. That I cared about the community, cared about the kids, faculty and staff. That's great. That that really yeah. sums it up. I you know, when you when you think about it as an educator, what we're there for. We're there for the kids, we're there for our faculty, staff, we're there for our parents and the community. And um at the end of the day when when all is said and done and we retire, um, I just want them to know that hey, he was there and he cared. Yeah, that means a lot. And yeah. Tim, you're gonna leave quite a legacy there and you already are. The other thing I wanna point out is we are actually looking hopefully to get some additional funding this year to begin a building construction academy at Crescent City Junior Senior High School along with welding and some of the other CTE programs. So with this coming in, what do you see that, how do you see that really benefiting the community or, the, or even the, the larger county, if you will, with students 
uh, going through building construction? That's a, that's a great question, Dr. Cernsey, and, and I will say this. When you look at where we're headed, not just as a district, not just as a, uh, as a county, but overall society and needs of jobs, I think a career construction academy would really help lift our community and our kids uh, with higher paying jobs, with the work set and the ability to be able to do something that's extremely needed, but providing that training to our kids in which they need to be uh, productive members of society, to go out there creating their own families, being productive, you know, a lot of middle class growth there is something that we certainly need, um, not just in Crescent City, but throughout our whole district. But having the opportunities of, of the welding, some automotive type things, masonry, plumbing, electrical, you know, when you look at it, you know, that's really a lot about infrastructure type things that are going on, whether it's building new roadways, bridges, buildings, housing, they're, they're just so many opportunities that you can see with a career construction academy. So I think the sky's the limit for us, but I really see it being beneficial for our kids, getting that training, post-secondary, getting a, starting a career, and then making good quality money and, and being productive members of society, mm -hmm. being middle-class families, middle-class families building and staying in our community is something that we desperately need. Over the years, you know, I, I made it down here right after Miller's closed, you know, and uh, that was a, a family that had a business and uh, they decided to close it up. Listening to our community members talk about that, our community really took a hard hit with that. And then so many more middle-class families left us. And so, you know, I want that to come back. I want Crescent City to grow. And there's a lot of opportunities with Crescent City and Wallaca and, and Pomona Park to grow. The widening of Highway 17 and some business ventures that are starting to take place in Wallaca. I think the sky's the limit. You're already beginning to see new housing coming in, especially out in the Wallaca area. You know, I, I think if we could continue that trajectory, you know, St. John's County is overflowing. You've got Flagler County that's overflowing, built, moving out west of the county. You've got Clay County growing, and they're moving farther south. So really, eventually, it is going to hit us in Putnam County. I think we're prepared and ready for it. I think about our new schools being built. I think about the possibility of a career construction academy. I think, uh, I think we're really set. To, we're to, in a really to, unique position now. To, I think to it's... really highlight what we're doing as a school district and as a county to to be a um a model for other school districts and other counties well to to kind of lead off of that you know i do a lot of public speaking and you know going outside the district talking about putnam county i always try to you know share some of our successes and the two things i talk about all the time is our growth and our graduation rate 2015 we're at 54.9 percent 2021, 92.5%. This past year, we continue to stay above the state average. And the other thing I'm very proud of is that at one time, we had 11 of 18 schools in state turnaround, and then now we have zero. You are in a really unique spot. First of all, you're a high school principal, you know, monitoring that graduation rate all the time. And being at Miller Middle, you led the effort to turn Miller around. So 
people who might be outside of our county, our district looking in, what do those two measures mean to you? I mean, as far as the the progress of our school district. Well, Dr. Sir, I, Dr. Cernsey, I'll tell you, I'm extremely proud of, of where we started and where we are going, because by all means, we've not stopped yet, you know? Right. So when I think about that, I think about the hard work that our students have made, our families have made, certainly our faculty and staff, um, the goals that we've set as a district and where we continue to go with our five-year plans and reworking them every five years, um, getting community input. I think those pieces are, are extremely important that outsiders don't really understand. Um, when you take a look at our high school graduation growth, when you look and see where we're headed as a district, um, and then, you know, people don't want to talk about socioeconomic status-wise, you know. Um, I think, you know, we're in the top 15 as a school district um, with grad rates and all that stuff. And I know at one point we are number one in all of Florida with the amount of growth that we've made in our grad rates. But then they look at our economic status-wise, value-wise, and, you know, out of 67 counties, I think we're 65 or 66. But there's something to be said about hard work and the direction of leadership and where we go as a school district and that umbrella that every school is under and having the belief in our kids and our teachers and our teachers working so hard. I would take my teachers from Crescent City High School and I would take them to a Ponte Vedra. And I still think that we would be just as successful as we are in Crescent City. Um, I would say I'll take Crescent City teachers over Ponte Vedra teachers simply for the fact that the work that they put in day in and day out um, with students who, who, who have tragedy in their lives, who, who don't have moms or dads, who live with grandparents or aunts and uncles, who, who don't necessarily have three square meals a day versus, you know, a, a, a student who lives beachside on A1A and doesn't have a clue as to what the real world's really like, mm -hmm. you know? So, um, you know, when, when other counties look in, they don't really understand, but they do ask. And when they ask, they get the full picture from us and they walk away impressed. And they wonder if Putnam County School District is doing this, why can't we? Well, I can't tell you how proud I am of what you've done in Crescent City and, you know, just your presence here over the last 23 years, right? That many years. And um, our kids are better off because of you and your leadership and i just can't tell you how proud i am to serve along with you and i really appreciate you coming in and i can't wait for our people to hear the tim adams story and i think you've really uh you've really laid out what leadership and education is all about well i appreciate it dr cernsey and uh, look forward to it look forward to continuing to to make progress with what our work is and what we're doing certainly looking forward to the new school being built you know being number one within the school district and showcasing what we're about and be able to highlight and continue to grow as a district. So I really appreciate the opportunity and time. Well, thank you, Tim. Thanks. I really do.